0: It is that day, the big day, at least when most NBA people like you and me probably start actually paying attention to the NBA draft. We're going to put the Magic schedule behind the Magic season a little bit off to the side. We'll get back to them tomorrow. It's time for your guide to the NCAA tournament. Let's get to it. It's time for Locked On Magic.
1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is March 16th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross I'm the expert insight editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the NCAA tournament starts today, the first round. I count the first four. I picked the first four, but the NCAA tournament proper starts today. I'll be over at the Amway Center for Session 1 uh, with Virginia and Charleston, as well as uh, San Diego State and Charleston, excuse me, and Virginia and Furman. Uh, I'll be coming home to watch my beloved Northwestern Wildcats play Boise State at 7.30. And then, of course, we'll finish the cap off with the Orlando Magic playing at 10.00. At Phoenix, it's going to be a busy, busy day of basketball. It's going to be a fun day, too. We'll get into what to watch for at the NCAA Tournament, what I'm looking for, the prospects I'm watching, and a little bit about what the Magic need in their drafting philosophy this year. Plus, I have my brackets. They're right here. I'll, I'll give you my predictions as well. Look, well, it's all that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us. Whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for a Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network—it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code ON. That's LOCKED ON in all caps in the game. Check it out today. Sorry if my voice is a little raspy. If you can't tell, I was at the Orlando City game. Proud of our boys. Um, drawing Tigres 1-1, but unfortunately falling on the away goal tiebreaker. Get him ne- We'll get him next year. Win that supporter Shield, win that MLS Cup, win that U.S. Open Cup. Expedition of Gold starts now. But today is a big day, and a big day for all of us around the NBA and basketball world. The NCAA Tournament is such a fantastic event, um, just a, a basketball paradise um, with basketball pretty much for 12 straight hours for the next two days. Um, the weekends are booked with basketball nonstop. Uh, I love it, it it, it is one of my favorite, Thursday and Friday, the NCAA tournament are two of my favorite days uh, on the sporting calendar, so I I am really looking forward, I'm really looking forward to the next days, I'm looking forward to being at the Amway Center uh, this this week, Um, because the Magic have been kind of in the playoff chase, I have not done as much draft prep as I would like to do, I'm very NBA focused, I I find college a little bit hard to watch sometimes, Um, but this year's draft, and we've talked a little bit about this year's class. This year's draft is interesting because so many of the top prospects are not going to be playing here in the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, Victor Wimbenyama, obviously the top guy in the draft. If you don't know who he is, YouTube him. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. Pop open the NBA app. His games are, he is such a top notch prospect. His games are on the NBA app. Um, Scoot Henderson was shut down by G League Ignite and. And, 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 of course, he's in a little bit of... Co- not controversy, but a little bit of discussion right now. Um, it's it's just interesting looking at this class and seeing how few prospects there are going to be in this in, in the NCAA tournament. To that point, then, this is a really big opportunity because when Benyama's playing in France and, and, and he's the number one pick, there's no debating that. We're already starting to see this debate take place and start to form um, about who's going to go number two, who's going to be the second pick in the draft, and for the longest time, everyone assumed it was going to be Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson is a biggish point guard, like 6'4", 6'5", point guard, really dynamic athlete, potential three-level scorer. He's had some really impressive games, but he's been playing for the G League Ignite, and didn't have maybe the runaway season everyone thought he was going to have. You know, Victor is killing it for his team, the Metros, in France. Scoot Anderson hasn't had that level of clear success. And that's allowed Alabama's Brandon Miller to wedge his way into the conversation. Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer, um, Jonathan Gavoni of uh, uh, of ESPN, um, they all seem to believe that there's a real debate that Brandon Miller could be the second pick in the draft. Miller is a six foot eight, your prototypical score. He is the number one scorer in college basketball among freshmen. He is six foot eight, six foot nine, shot maker, able to like do everything that you expect forward to do. Um, he is not quite Paolo Bancaro. He is I don't think he's quite that level. Um if if I were to kind of like rate this draft, Bancaro's on that level with the number two, number two pick. So, you know, I I I, I kind of get the feeling with this draft. There's a lot of guys with flaws. Um, there are a lot of guys. There are a lot of guys kind of vying to kind of position themselves, and you know, especially with who knows what the Thompson twins are—Amen and Asar Thompson—they're playing for Overtime Elite. They're super athletic. Their skill set still needs to kind of come along. They're not great shooters yet, but super athletic. They know how to use that, that athleticism. But they essentially didn't play competitive basketball this year. Um, overtime Elite, the league that they're in, is not considered a a really competitive league. Um, And so you've got this showcase opportunity for a lot of these college stars to really solidify their spots in the NBA draft. And so, you know, we can talk about each individual prospect, but really how well they do and, and how much they climb and who the Magic might look at might determine where they end up here, where they end up in the brackets, where they end up uh, on the on the sheet, how far they advance? If Alabama wins the national championship, Brandon Miller could very well be the number two pick because uh, he is such a big part of what Alabama does. And Alabama, to me, is the favorite to win the championship. They are the number one overall seed. Of course, that this season feels so wide open. That consistency, that talent, it is such a big part of the equation. Um, Would the Magic draft Brandon Miller? I mean, when you're drafting as high, when you're drafting second or third in the in the draft, look, if the Magic are drafting second, they're taking Scoot. Um, I, I'll put it that way. I think uh, we'll get to some Magic needs here in a minute, but they're taking Scoot. Um, if the Magic are third, I, I I don't know what they do. Maybe they maybe they do like Amen Thompson, who's the better of the Thompson Twins. Maybe they look to... Maybe that's the kind of point where they're like, we, we don't really want this. We don't really want another un, a raw, unskilled young guy. And we'll get to kind of that thought process here in a minute. There are, though, a lot of interesting prospects that definitely do fit what the Magic want. And it's important to kind of take a look at some of these guys because I think we're going to see them—a lot of these guys go deep into the tournament. I want to start with the two players that might get out early, but also uh, I like Arkansas. I think Arkansas could be a real dangerous team if you're looking for a sleeper pick— our um, Arkansas is an eight seed. They could lose Illinois in the first round. I could see them beating Kansas and getting pretty deep in this thing. Um, you got to start with Nick Smith Jr. He is uh, he is listed as a point guard. He's six four ish, um, six five ish. Really dynamic player. Really skilled defensively. Great defensive instincts. As as does his bat- battery mate Anthony Black, who's also going to be a, a, a lottery pick. Just really, really kind of dynamic players. Um, Nick Smith had an injury early in the year. He was dealing. He's been dealing with a knee injury early in the year. But once he started playing more, you could start seeing that talent come through. He is a decent shooter. I wouldn't say he's a great shooter yet. He's a decent shooter. Um, but he has all the athletic tools. He has the size that a team like the Magic like it. You know, he's kind of a probably a more basketball polished Jalen Suggs. And Jalen Suggs was very good in college. Jalen Suggs is very good now. A much better defender now. Um, but Nick Smith has all those tools to be the kind of player that, that that we kind of thought Jalen Suggs was going to be. And again, his college season, every player in this draft has a flaw and has a question mark. This is not like this is a potentially very talented draft, but also a draft that has a lot of question marks to it. Um, I, I like Nick Smith a lot. I think he is a very good candidate. If the Magic end up drafting fifth, if the Magic end up like fifth and ninth or fifth and eighth, um, you know, depending on where that Chicago pick ends. Nick Smith is a very real candidate for the Magic to pay, take with that fifth pick. If he's still there at eight, he's a very real candidate for them to take at eight. The other guy I want you to watch is Baylor's Keontae George. This is a guy I've been on uh, a lot. Um, they are a three seed. They play UC Santa Barbara. They'll play Creighton or NC State in the second round. So I think we will—honestly, uh, I think Baylor's a real threat to go deep in the tournament to get to the Final Four too. Everyone in the Big 12 is. The Big 12 is really good. Um, but— Baylor's going to go as far as Keontae George will take them. Keontae George is a pretty solid athlete. Decent at getting in the paint, getting to the to the basket. A little bit inefficient as a volume shooter, but at the NBA level, he projects more as kind of that secondary attacker three-point shooter. He is a really good three-point shooter. Maybe not like shooting specialist good, but he is a very solid three-point shooter. Um, and while there are efficiency issues, a lot of his three-pointers are coming off the dribble that's not going to happen at the nba level. that's not the kind of player he's going to be uh, most likely at the nba level. and so, you know, george is a good scorer. he can get downhill, he can get to the basket. But he's also going to be able to hit spot up shots really really well. and 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 adding and having that ability to create a little bit for himself, that's going to help him kind of find his place in the league. if you're asking me who are the guys that i i really want the magic to pick, there's really three of them that i'm like really really high on. Nick Smith Jr., just talked about him. Keontae George, just talked about him. And then Grady Dick of Kansas. Grady Dick is probably the best shooter. Kansas is a one seed. They're playing Howard in the first round. They could play Arkansas in the second round. So keep keep an eye out for that game. I believe that... I don't know when that game is. Oh, let me check. I don't have my, my sheet in front of me. Um, that potential second round game over the weekend between Arkansas and Kansas, that could be a big NBA game because, you know... Uh, you got to see how these guys match up with each other, but Dick is Dick is the best shooter in the draft. Um, he will come off screens. He will hit spot ups. He, he's gonna be a really good player uh, and a really solid role player on, on uh, in this league. The question with Grady Dick and the reason why he kind of slots in, you know, and ESPN has him eleventh on their big board. He's really an option for the second Magic pick. I wouldn't make him an option for the Magic's own pick, um, is because he's just not gonna be able to create his own shot. Um, it's not something Kansas is really asking him to do. It's not something that I think the NBA is going to really ask him to do. He's not going to create his own shot. He's going to have to be a spot-up shooter and a shooting specialist. And then, and of course, you bring in questions about whether he can defend well. Um, other players to keep an eye on, uh, you know, again, I, I, I want to kind of move on to some of the Magic's needs, but other players i keep an eye on, Anthony Black of Arkansas. You're going to watch him when you watch Nick Smith. Really good defender. Just a really, really, really good defender. I'd also keep an eye on Kaysan Wallace of Kentucky, another point guard. Um, just again, another player who plays really, really well. Um, who plays really, really well uh, just in his role and, and does some really, really good things. And then honestly, a, a guy that I have my eye on but I'm not seeing rated really high. Um, he's 31 on ESPN's, ESPN's board, but I, I think he should be higher. Is uh, Trace Jackson Davis. He's a power forward. Um, Indiana has two guys. They have Nick Hood-Scafino and Trace Jackson-Davis. Trace Jackson-Davis just does everything for Indiana. He rebounds, you know, pre- maybe holds the ball a little too long, but I-, I really like him and I really like the Indiana the Indiana crew. I, I think Indiana has some weaknesses. I don't think those are guys that are going to lead you to championships, but uh, they have some really, really talented players. You probably noticed I mentioned a lot of guards, um, and-, and guard is where I'm focus- focusing on. And so... As we start to look at these prospects, and again, there, this is a really interesting draft class in that we really don't know a lot about a lot of these guys. Um, you know, Taylor Hendricks of UCF is 12th uh, on ESPN's board. He's going to be a lottery pick. He's going to be the highest drafted player in UCF history. Had a big game against Florida, uh, Florida last night uh, in the NIT. He is really dynamic, really versatile, good shooter for his size. Still can get better there. Um, Good defender. He knows how to use his size. It's just kind of rounding out parts of his game. But he's a guy that's gonna be uh, gonna be a high draft pick in this draft. Um, And if you've watched UCF, some you'll say like, yeah, I can see it. It, it, But that's the kind of class. But but really, he's gonna be a lottery. Really, he's gonna be a high lottery pick. He could be a top ten pick. That's the kind of draft this is. Everybody has flaws, and so you know. Watch Nick Smith, watch Keontae George, watch Anthony Black, watch Grady Dick, watch Casey Wallace, watch Neanna, watch some of the top guys, but there's a lot of questions to answer. And so I think the first place to start with these questions is with yourself. What do the Magic need? So it's time to think about that a little bit as the draft comes into focus. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a word from the ultimate pro basketball GM. I love these simulation games. I love puzzle games. I love basketball. I, I, I love trying to integrate all these loves and, and, and all the games that I have. And so I'm geeked out to try out this new game that's, that's joining us and partnering with us here, the ultimate pro basketball GM, the mobile game. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM or, or playing even the 2K, 2K uh, uh, MyGM mode and managing your basketball franchise, well, this is the game for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for everything from hiring the right, coach, right coaches and assistants, training, the tra- training and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, all the ups and downs, and so much more. All this in a challenging, realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline, so play on the go as you want and when you want to. I love these strategy games. I love I love trying to play GM. I'm not very good at it typically, but I love trying to do it. And this is a game that allows you to do that. Locked On Magic listeners will get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. The ultimate basketball GM. Start your dynasty today.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: As we start to think about the NBA draft, we, we're starting to run into, I think, one of the quintessential questions. And that's always the question when you get to the draft. Do you draft the best player available or do you draft based on need? Um, and I, I don't think that's an easy question. And I don't think that's an easy thing for this Magic team to sort through and figure out in some ways. Um, the Magic are in a really interesting and, and ex- uh, an exciting spot. Like, this is a good thing that we're, that we're thinking about this and having this debate. Um they are ready to win. I mean, we're talking about the postseason, we're talking about the play tournament. It, 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 that's a real thing. The Magic may not make it this year, but it is a real thing that this team is talking and thinking about and could potentially do. I think we're all sitting here. I'm certainly sitting here. And I'm ready to say that next season, the Magic need to be a postseason team. I'm not saying they need to be top six. I'm not saying they need to be half home court. They need to be in the postseason. They need to play in the play-in if that's what it is. They need to take that next step and be about winning. I don't want to be sitting here in March and April talking about tanking. For those that are talking about tanking today, the Magic did their tanking early. They're not tanking anymore. Um, they, they never were. They, they just had a really bad start. The Magic are seven games ahead of Charlotte for the fifth for fifth, in, fifth in the lottery standings. They're not catching them. The Magic will finish fifth in the lottery standings. At worst, they're three games behind Washington for sixth. They're three and a half games back of the play-in. If they catch Washington for sixth, they're going to the play-in, which I think is a good thing for this team. You can disagree with that. I think playing meaningful playoff basketball is is very very good for this team. But it's good for this team on another level too, because playing pressure games. And I hate. I'm sorry. I have to just repeat this point over and over, but. Playing pressure games is gonna teach this team exactly what it needs. Obviously, we need shooting, so we talked about Nick Smith Jr. We talked about Grady Dick. Talked a little bit about Kaysan Wallace. You know, we talked about these players that can add shooting to this team. It, honestly, if the guy can't shoot, I'm not sure the Magic want him. You know, Cam Whitmore from Villanova. Really talented player. They they, they got knocked out of the NIT on Monday, so no more watching them. Um, But really talented player, not a great shooter. Amen and Asar Thompson. They're probably a cut above a lot of the guys that, that we've talked about today, but they're not great shooters. We know what this Magic team needs more than anything else, and that's shooting. I think some backcourt depth would help a lot too, and so, yes, There's a lot of guards in this draft. We're not sure what Cole Anthony's future is, so a point guard wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You know, Kaysan Wallace, Jalen Hood-Scafino, Nick Smith can play some point guard, Anthony Black might be able to play some point guard, Um, Amanda Nassar-Thompson, certainly Scoot Henderson. We don't know, you know, Markel Fultz's contract comes up at the end of next season. There's a little bit of question at the point guard spot. That's something the Magic have to look into. Backup center is certainly a place where the Magic might go. They need some, some center depth after trading Mobamba. Um, it was a big concern of mine because uh, Wendell Carter is going to miss 20 games a year. I'd like to see it filled with a veteran, but, you know, Durace Walker is a six foot eight power forward. He doesn't really fit the center mold, but he plays like a center. He plays like a traditional power forward. You know, Taylor Hendricks is more of a stretch forward. He's not a center. So you start getting deeper into the draft. You get to Kyle Filipowski. This isn't a draft full of centers. In reality, where the Magic are likely to be drafting. Wings will be the best players available. And again, Whitmore, Smith, George, Black, Dick, Hendricks, Wallace, maybe the Thompson Twins. That's what's going to be available to them. You know, Brandon Miller, you know, the reason why I think the Magic takes Scoot Henderson to two is, A, there's the clear pathway for him to fit in with what the Magic already have, because Brandon Miller is what Paolo and Franz are. And honestly, Paolo and Franz are probably better. Brendan Miller may be a little bit more of a natural scorer than Franz, but those two guys are already established, and those two guys are the pillars of your team. Why are you going to spend a top three pick on a guy that you already have, or you, know, or you probably already have a better version of? Again, when you're drafting that high in the draft, I, I do think you take the best player available. I, I, think, you, I think talent trumps all at a certain point. But this is where the Magic stand right now. They're ready to start competing. And so they need to come out of this draft not just with really talented players, but with players that are going to help this team move forward. They need to leave draft night in June knowing what their plan is for the rest of the the offseason and knowing what they need to add. And, And checking off some of the boxes that they may have had. Whether that is... Swinging a trade to get that next piece to get you over the top or setting yourself up for free agency a little bit or filling that really important need on your roster. What I want to watch in this the tournament is who's going to emerge as the best shooter. Who's going to emerge as that player that checks more of those boxes than anyone else? Because there's a lot of sorting to do with this draft class. If Baylor goes on a deep run, does Keontae George look like the guy you take at five? You know, assuming the Magic pick fifth. We'll, we'll assume that for now. Is he the guy you take at five? Do you come out away from the draft believe it, go from the tournament believing he is that spot-up shooter to, to maybe replace Gary Harris, to, 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 to just fit in comfortably with this roster? You're always looking to add talent, adding more talent, It's never a bad thing. But right now, this Magic team needs to think a little bit about fit. They need to find a player that's going to help push this team forward because we are done just collecting talent. That's the truth. The Magic are done just collecting talent. The Magic are ready to win. And so... Honestly, one of the bigger things in this NCAA tournament, who's out there making winning plays? Who's out there helping their team win? And that's why, honestly, I think one of the things to watch is which of these prospects makes it the deepest. I'll give you my brackets and tell you what I think coming up here in just a moment. But first... A quick word from our friends at Built Bar. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now it's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorite Built Bar flavor today. You know, I, I love the chocolate. It's, they're full of chocolate, but I love the cookies and cream. I love that, chur- that churro puff that they made. I know what I'm voting for. I know the flavors that I want to win I know which flavors that I'm buying. I've got my, my, new, my fresh box of Built Bars sitting on my counter right now, ready to dive in. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Lockdown listeners will get a free box of Built. So not only that, but one Lockdown fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. Built the best protein bar ever. Seriously. They're so amazing, you won't think they're good for you. What makes Built Bar... Bars and puffs so good? Well, for starters, 100% real chocolate, high protein, low in sugar, and yeah, 100% real chocolate. Feels like worth mentioning twice. Run RunandBuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. Today's podcast also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. We are rounding the corner to the end of the NBA season. Just 13 games to go. It's unbelievable how close we are to the end of the season. Time is running out. But now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything, from the money line to point scores and threes straight. Plus... FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I will sit here and admit that uh, my brackets are not adventurous this year. As wide open as the NCAA tournament is, as uncertain it seems of what's going to happen this year and who's going to win, I went kind of chalky with my with my brackets. Um, I personally tend to go have a little heavy on the upsets in the first round, but I tend to go pretty chalk toward the end. And um, I, I am officially putting on my sheets. I'll, I'll I'll put it in front of the camera, but I will. Uh, Take a photo and post it on on socials um, before the tournament starts, or before the the round of of 64 starts. Um, I'm putting three number one seeds in. Um, I'm not thrilled about it, because I I think that they are all very beatable. Um, But I have Alabama, Purdue, and Houston in the final four, and then UCLA joining them. So... If you're Alabama, you're going to see Brandon Miller a little bit longer. If you're Houston, you're going to get see Jarius Jura, Walker. They have a really good point guard. A little bit of a health health issue. Not clear if he's going to play this weekend. Certainly, it sounds like he'll be ready for the Sweet 16 if he is. That's going to be a big, big boost to Houston. Um, I I think that the favorites are going to, going to win. I mean, Purdue's someone, a team that I'm not super enamored with. Uh, I generally say if Northwestern can beat you, you're probably not that good. Northwestern had a very good year this year. Um, I'm a little nervous about their game today, but we'll get to that at the end. Um, But Purdue's guards scare me, and typically with the NCAA tournament, you want seniors and you want guards. If you have seniors, you have guards, and you can shoot, you're usually pretty good uh, to make a decent run in the the NCAA tournament. So I have Alabama over Houston. I have Alabama winning the national championship. They've been pretty far and away the best team in in the nation for most of the year. Just again, Brent... You're going to watch this kid. He's really good. Um, and, and, you know, to, to, excusing, if you can, what's going on with him off the court, he is really, really good. And I think this is, this is going to be his tournament to shine and really cement himself as the potential number two pick, um, especially if a team drafts him that doesn't need a guard like Detroit. Um, teams that I want you to watch, though, teams that I have my eye on and I think could make make a deep run, um, I think Indiana, they've got NBA talent. they got Mike Woodson, who's an NBA coach, they don't always play up to their talent level, but that is a team that could make a deep run if they're not careful. Um, Texas also very, very good. Some very, very impressive wins along the way. I like, I, I think uh, the Arkansas, the Kansas region is a really tough region. I like Arkansas, UConn, and UCLA out of that region. Gonzaga's always there. Gonzaga's always tough. Um, my Northwestern Wildcats are in that region. Um, I think we all have our hands full with Boise State. Um, Boise State's such a good defensive team. Um, like Northwestern, but their offense is a little bit more consistent. If, if Northwestern's offense shows up, I think Northwestern wins the game. But uh, you can't always count on Northwestern's offense showing up. We should have beat Penn State, but we just could not hit a shot. I know how to cheer for teams that don't make shots. It's it's really, it's really quite amazing. Um, I'd also keep an eye on Marquette um, as a team to come out of Purdue's region. Um, I also really like—I I think Tennessee could be sneaky in there, too— um, my big upset special, my 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 big Sweet 16 reach, uh, is actually going to come from the Orlando uh, from the Orlando games. I have Charleston. I think Charleston's going to beat San Diego State. That's a tough cross country trip for San Diego State. Um, Charleston's really good. They went 31 and three. You know they didn't play anybody, but they went 31 and three. They're great three point shooters. I have Charleston, and please don't kill me, Danielle. Uh, I have Charleston upsetting Virginia as well and advancing to the Sweet 16. So definitely keep an eye. On that, it's gonna be a lot of fun here in Orlando to watch those teams play. It's the NCAA tournament, though. Brackets are meaningless; they are often wrong and not very good. And now that's gone. Um, just enjoy the tournament. Um, you know, honestly, that's that's the biggest advice I have. Someone's gonna stand out. It's don't put a ton of put some stock in the tournament, but don't put a, all your stock in the tournament. All the the magic, their draft people. They have everything loaded up already. They have watched these guys. They've started doing their research on them as people. They, they, this is kind of like the, the whipped cream on top of the Sunday. This, this is just the final place setting before they get to the real nitty-gritty of the draft prep. Um, so this is not everything for draft prep, but it's a great time to watch some basketball. It's a great time to get introduced to some of these prospects. If you're curious about one, go watch some more tape. Go watch if you can find a game on like ESPN Plus. Go watch another game. Go watch a regular season game. Kind of figure this stuff out. Um, there is a lot to learn and a lot, a lot, a lot about this this class that's going to be interesting, but um, a lot that the Magic can get out of it too. So we're going to be eager. We're going to be getting back into some draft prep here toward the end of the season. But this is a big opportunity to start looking ahead to the NBA draft and what the Magic might do. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore omd Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. stitch your tune in. Himmode, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the publics and the podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. listen to advice. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Oh now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked on Game to Game podcast. Now, every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked on Game to Game covers every game. From across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow game to game on the Locked On NBA feed available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for the Magic.